please stand as you are able for our scripture reading for today, which is just one verse, and it's in the middle of the Bible. And for those of you who, uh, who, do, uh, who do follow along right with your Bible, you can, you can certainly pull them up, or it's right on the screen as well for us. It's Isaiah. Now, Isaiah lived hundreds of years before Jesus, so he was a prophet. Prophets, now we have the, we have the nice mis- misconception that prophets are actually ones that foretell things, that predict the future. But actually, the, the real definition of a prophet is to speak to a certain people in a certain time, to speak God's word to them. So Isaiah was called to a certain people in, in a time that was really a struggle for God's people. What happens when God gives you a promise? You know it, that God actually led you to a certain place or a certain person or a certain time, a certain job, and what happens when you lose it? That's what's happened to God's people. So God has given them the promised land. They've been driven out, and now for generations they're lost. They're confused. They're angry. They're wondering, and they're waiting. What does God have to say to them? This one is one when people ask me, Pastor, when you're struggling with anything, when you're in a moment in your life, what, what's a verse for you? This is one that if you have a pen and paper, I would write this down right now. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Here's what God says through the words of Isaiah. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dropping things. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, what did you have for breakfast today? What'd you have? I love this. On Wednesday, I asked what people had for supper, and they all looked at me. I'm like, You're Lutherans, you can talk. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Muffins, someone said. What else did you have for breakfast today? Toast? Yogurt? Banana? Yeah, Sandy's donuts, nice. There's more, too. Save your pastor from them. You can have more. What else? Caramel roll. Coffee. Ooh, filling. You know what I had for breakfast? Awesome. Because you are what you eat. Huh? Huh? Come on. You may not have written that verse down, but write that down. That stuff is golden. (laughs) Do you know, regardless of what I eat... Um, There are plenty of days, and you might feel this too, that you feel awesome and amazing, that events have gone a certain way and they're so good that you can't help but smile, right? You look out at a day like this, it's like, okay, it's a great summer day, Um, getting filled up at church, this is good, right? And then there are other days, and you might be in one of them. No matter what you eat, no no matter what you are trying to feel like that you feel the opposite of incredible. You feel the opposite of awesome. I have been there. And pretty recently. I'm very candid when I say the last year of my life has been one of the most um, challenging times of my life. I look back, I'm like, wow. And yet I also look back and I say, wow. Because God has continued to reveal himself more than anything. And I would also say in the midst of some of the biggest struggles that it has been the most amazing, incredible, awesome year of my life. 
because God has shown up again and again and again. You know, my, uh, my kids and I, I was hanging out with them uh, a few days ago, and uh, I said, hey, there is a movie that's just coming out about some, some superheroes. I'm like, what would that be, Daddy? I said, what do you think? So what was the movie that just came out? The Incredibles. There they are. Look at them. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. They have superheroes. They're a superhero family, for those of you who haven't ever seen this. And if you haven't seen it, you can just go out right now. Go watch Incredible. Don't, don't go out right now. Please stay here. Because I think there's a message for us that's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. And then there's Violet, who can turn invisible and do force fields around things. Dash, who runs really, 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 really fast. And then there's Jack-Jack, who is the baby, who in the first movie starts to exhibit his powers. Now, I haven't seen the next movie, so don't... Shh. Megan, don't tell me. But... I told my kids, I said, the second movie just came out, kids, so we have to see the first movie. They're like, what? Because movie time with dad is the best. Because we get to watch it on the big screen. Yes, the big screen. Okay. That, that was... Okay, that was the huge screen. <laughs> it was so fun, though, because honestly, with the tablet, we just snuggle on in, and I get snuggle time with them. And at the very end, Kieran and Save were like, that's the best movie ever! And as you know, like my little son, then he thought, as you have seen him, like if you missed last week on my very first children's message, he decided that I was a jungle gym. And he decided to climb on my head and put my backpack on while I was trying to talk to other kids. It was really fun. Fun. <laughs> but like Kieran decided his superpower is to run really super fast now. So he's been running all over just like Dash, and Sabea just thinks life is awesome and she's all the superheroes. So it's really, it was such a special time. But as I watched the movie, I started to think, I'm like, wait a minute, coming back to that original movie, there were a couple scenes that grabbed me in faith, ones that I thought actually speak to me about God. And so I was wondering, sometimes I'm guessing, especially in your not-so-awesome moments, in the times that you feel the opposite of incredible, you pray to God, right? I do. And when I pray to God, I am praying for, for something, for something to happen. Well, let's watch this scene, because I think this is what we're waiting for, what happens with this little neighbor boy. Okay, so, yeah. When something actually amazing does happen, his bubble pops right in front of his face. Do you know when we pray to God, what are we praying for? Something amazing to happen, right? And what I find, I don't know about you, but in my times that I don't feel awesome at all, where I don't feel incredible, I, I feel like I'm in this waiting period. This last year felt like that in a lot of ways. Waiting. Waiting for something amazing to happen. God, are you going to show up? God, are you paying attention? God, are you even there? Is this all made up? I pray and I wait. And I'm praying not just for something okay to happen. I mean, God, if you're going to show up, let's do it right. Let's do it. Let's make it super. Let's, let's have a miracle. Let, let's have um, people healed right in front of me. Let's have people that are blind just see out of nowhere. Let's have people like feed everyone here and then some thousands and thousands of people. That's what happens in the Bible. So God, I'm waiting in my less than incredible times for amazing things to happen. I'm sure you are too. When you're praying, you're not just asking God, God, can you make life just decent right now? Can you have 
God, when I'm praying to God, I'm not like, hey, God, can I just, can I just go day to day? Can I just go through the motions? Can you just do that for me? I'm not praying that. I'm guessing you're not either. But more and more, I, I feel like many people, that's what happens. We accept that life is life, and we're hoping for something amazing. And in the middle of the waiting, we're just like, eh, ho-hum. Just go through the motions. Watch our TV shows, be on our phones, get the kids to the events, go to the next thing, and then go to that, and hope and pray that it's going to be okay. And then things happen, and then we're stuck. And then we really pray. No, when I am praying, I'm like, God, do something incredible. Pour through me. Let my life make an impact for you, God. Let me, when I see others, let me see them as you see them, God. Change my heart. God, do the impossible. God, when something bad happens to me, please help me reframe it and know that you are present and that you're going to make it okay. God, in the middle of this, let me, let me be a part of the healing and the forgiveness and the love in the life of others. I want something amazing. And I want to be part of something amazing. But then we pray, and then God shows up. What happens there? Well, it's amazing. If we look at the scripture, just that one verse, if we unpack that a little bit, I think you're going to start to see how amazing God is, but how perplexing it is when God shows up. So let's look at that verse again. Look at this. So the very first thing God says when he appears to not only God's people through Isaiah is it's something really, really powerful here. So what does he say? Do not... What was it? I, I love Lutherans. You, you guys are so great. Uh, do not, I'm like, do not what? And you guys go like this. I seriously saw one of you go... <laughs> what? Do not what? Do not fear. Out of all the commands in the Bible, and there are so many of them, not just the ten that we get, there are so many. You know what's the biggest command from God when he encounters people? Do not fear. Do not be afraid. That seems strange, doesn't it? That's, that's a little early, Eric, but that's cool. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. Now there's a, a myth that in the Bible, this, this command, do not fear, comes out 365 times for every day of the year. But it, it, that's actually not true. So if you, uh, if you check out snow, it's, it's not true. <laughs> but it does happen dozens and dozens of times. It's the most important one. Now, do you notice when he says, do not fear, and we could put that verse back up, when he says, do not fear, do you notice he's not saying there's nothing to be afraid of? That's not what God says again and again and again. He says, do not fear, because there are things that make us afraid. There are things that we should be afraid of. But what God says, especially when God shows up, he says, don't be afraid. And you know what that tells me? When God shows up, it is a scary thing. When God actually, when we pray to God, when he comes, when he works and moves and, and actually acts, it is a scary thing. I can't go beyond that right now, that when God, ha when God shows up, every person that encounters him it gets freaked out. So what happens when we pray to God? Well, there's another scene later on in the movie in the first Incredibles that I want to show you. So when you pray to God, I think this is what happens, and I want you to pay attention. Who is God in this? Where, how is God acting? Let's watch this. 
How does God act? When God shows up, it is like an explosion in our lives. That's what it's like. So I want you to turn to someone right now because when God shows up, when we pray to him, turn to someone close to you right now and say, brace yourselves. Now turn to another person, the person you really wanted to say it to, and say, brace yourselves. <laughs> when we pray to God, the reason God, when he encounters people again and again and again, the first thing he says is do not fear is because it's an explosion in their lives. That when God shows up, he turns everything upside down. When God shows up, our priorities that we thought were important, that we thought were the ultimate, ultimately, ultimately aren't. In fact, in the, in the face of the Almighty, even the biggest blessings, our homes, our jobs, our family, they're dust. They're nothing. And when God shows up, brace yourselves. Do not be afraid because God is going to do amazing, wild, unpredictable things that are going to take you in places you would never imagine. And in the middle of that, it is going to freak you out. It is going to feel like less than awesome and less than incredible. And yet God is ready to explode in our lives, in your life. God is ready to do something amazing. So wait for it. And if you're feeling less than incredible right now, brace yourself. Because when you pray, the Almighty is going to show up. And you know what he shows up with this explosion? It's so simple. It's so amazing. And I can't let you miss this. He's coming with love. He's coming to tell you that you are so worthwhile, that you are so super, that you are so incredible, that you are so amazing that he had to die for you because you can't earn it. Are you feeling less than awesome today? Are you grieving because someone you miss desperately is no longer with you? Are you afraid because there's a lot going on in your life, maybe in a relationship or health-wise or, or with something else? God is going to show up. Now, when I have felt less than amazing, over the last couple months, there is a mantra, three statements that, I, that have really helped pull me through that God, I think God has revealed to me. This is how God, God works. So if, if you like to jot things down, this is what I would jot down because this, is, this I think, could be life-changing for you. God is good. So I say this multiple times a day, actually. God is good. So in the Bible, again and again and again, God's living word shows us that God isn't a terrible God that's just waiting to pounce on you. Like, oh, you screwed up, so now I get to squash you and there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What's gnashing of teeth, by the way? I, I don't know. But, or he's waiting to give you a plague. No, he's not. God is good. So the first thing I think of when I see things and I'm looking at news and there's violence and things that I can't explain and things I wouldn't ever hope for in my life, I, this isn't the way I would run it, I remind myself, God is good. The second thing is God is good to me. That God isn't just good to a certain kind of person. That you don't just earn it somehow by coming enough on Sundays and Wednesdays or giving enough in that offering plate or dressing up or not dressing up or acting really nice in front of people but God really knows you're not that great. No, God is good. God is not waiting to hurt you and punish you or you have to earn it. No, God is good to, to me, to you. So God is good in the world even when I can't see it and God is good to me especially when I can't feel it. And then lastly, God is good at being God. Now this is huge because you know what that means? 
that means you don't have to play God in your life. You don't have to be in control of everything in your life. You don't have to feel awesome and super and have everything going on just the way you are. If you trust that God is good at being God, that he's got it, this could change everything. So God is good. God is good to me. God is good at being God. Start to say that again and again and again. Your days and your life will change. So as we close, I want you to turn towards someone right now and I want you to tell them something. You ready for this? It's because of these. God is good. God is good to me. God is good at being God. You ready for it? Turn to someone and say, you are awesome. Okay, we got to redo this because you're timid and maybe it's because I've been going on a while. I get it. But first of all, do you think someone believes it when you're like this? You're awesome. Okay, thank you, Dad. <laughs> thank you, sister. Okay, say it like you mean it. You are awesome. You guys are awesome. Turn to someone else. Tell them you are awesome. We have to remind ourselves of that. And next time you get to that mirror, you look in that mirror and you say, you are awesome. Because God doesn't make mistakes no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what the choices are that you've done or haven't done, you are awesome. That God came down to earth because he said, you are so amazing, I, I have to be with you. And he sent Jesus. And he said, you are so awesome that I'm going to die for you. And now what God says is, I want to explode in your life. And I want you to see others as I see them. I want you to see them as awesome, unique, super people. And with that, just by simple love, that's going to change us. So as you go out for me, may you be awesome. May you help and see others. May you go and just in small ways start to impact them in the world. It might be buying someone coffee behind you. It might be going out and there's a neighbor that needs some help and you're like, I am going to help them. It might, it might mean whatever God uncovers for you. That's going to change the world. So brace yourselves. God is good. God is good to you. God is good at being God. Amen. Let us pray. God, thank you so much for these super amazing, broken, imperfect people that desperately need you. Remind us that it's nothing we do that makes us awesome. That's because you love us. So God, explode in our lives. Transform us. Change us. Help us not to be afraid, but to take a giant leap and to help see others as you see them to get outside our comfort zones and to be awesome, sacrificial, looking out for others, people that are yours. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.